This is the Lacrosse Classified Podcast on the Lex All-Stars Podcast Network. Your go-to source for all things NLL and indoor lacrosse. Each week, we'll cover the hottest storylines and talk to the biggest names in the sport. Now, let's talk some lacrosse. All right, lacrosse fans, you heard that was Chantel Chan with the intro. It's time for Lax Class here. Lacrosse Classified on the Lax All-Stars Podcast Network. Jake Kelly and Evan Schemenauer back with you once again here on a Tuesday afternoon. It's draft day in the National Lacrosse League and just a couple of sleeps away from the World Championships. Big week in the week of box lacrosse. As I welcome in my partner, Evan Schemenauer. Evan, still back in Saskatoon. You're going to be out this. You're going to be in my house here in just a matter of days as you're making your way out for the World Championships. Yeah, I'm leaving Saturday morning, so good timing, actually. All right, I'll have to... uh, A couple days to settle in, and then we get the big Canada Iroquois game Monday. Yeah, we'll have to uh, get out the vacuum cleaner, uh, put some fresh towels in the spare bathroom and all that sort of stuff. Been a while since I've had a house guest, so... Well, I'm going to fix your toilet, right? Right, yeah, no, never mind (laughs) fix it. You're going to put in a new one, I think, is what That's easy. Okay, if you say so, if you say so... Uh, big show coming up this week. We're going to talk about the NLL draft, of course. We're going to hand out report cards. We're going to get you some news and notes. We're going to play Who You Got, and we're going to talk to a couple of great guests this week as well. A couple of three-time Man Cup champions and two gentlemen that will be competing in the World Championships for competing teams. We're going to talk to PVL athlete, Warrior-sponsored athlete, Peterborough Laker, Calgary Roughneck. The man just wins uh, lately here, Evan Schemmer. Zach Courier making his debut on Lacrosse Classified. We'll talk to him in about 20, 25 minutes from now. And then my man Hoagie, Thomas Hogarth. So last week we had Priolo and Jenner. Had a little green flavor to the program if you're staying with me. And this time we're going to go east. We're going to talk to a couple of Peterborough Lakers. Uh, Thomas Hogarth, of course, a member of Iroquois Nationals. Zach Courier, a member of Team Canada. And uh, they both just won themselves a Man Cup for the third time. So a couple of great guests coming up. Lots to talk about here on Lax Class this week. But uh, before we get into that, Evan, I'd like to know how your weekend went. Oh, hey. Celebrated a, a win in who he got, of course, mm-hmm. earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I uh, was actually out up north uh, camping with my daughter it's a nice little camp that they put on a couple times a year for children with juvenile diabetes so it's uh it's not the easiest to send them to camp so there's nice little camps that diabetes canada puts on so that they can still experience camp like all the other kids can nice nice well that sounds uh like didn't they get a little daddy daughter time in there before you take off for a week right I'm going to be gone for more and a little more in a week because I literally get home for about five days and then it's off to Vegas for two more. Oh, oh well, I, I must have missed my invite in my email box there or something like that. Yeah, well, you know that the condos open anytime you want, right? I did not know. That's the first uh, first time I've heard of it, Evan. Uh, I know you got a condo down there. I've just never uh, been extended the invitation. But you just heard it right here on episode number 45. Evan's door is open down in Vegas for anybody. That wants to go down there. Is that is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, a little, little deeper that down a bit, but yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, 
let's uh, let's get into our report cards here, Evan. They are presented by Stampede Tack in Western Wear. They are your complete source for boots, motorcycle, leathers, and gear. Summer riding season just about over, but that doesn't mean you need to stop riding your bike in the fall. You can do that, and while you're doing that, make sure you are outfitted with the proper attire. And you can find all that stuff at Stampede Tack in Western Wear out there in Cloverdale since 1967. Shop online at stampede.ca. We are going to give away, I think, another cowboy hat, Evan, uh, and then we got to decide what we're going to do with these world t-shirts i think kevin is actually away on vacation right now he's going to miss the opening portion of the tournament but i think i'm going to meet up with his daughter taller to get the t-shirts off of her and then uh we got to decide how we want to get those things out to the people well i gotta make a stop down by the shop too this week uh check out what kevin's all got in store there to see uh I've never had the chance to actually stop by Stampede Tech yet yeah. so far. Well, if you're out uh, in the Lower Mainland, I highly suggest you do that. And uh, if not, shop online at stampede.ca. All right, Evan, uh, report card time. Okay, let's move along, Evan. Uh, D, and we got to do this quick. We got Zach coming up here in about uh, 10 minutes' time. Seen a lot of typos in particular from team accounts, and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus here, but if you're running a professional team account, I would hope that you would take the time to read it over like six, seven, eight, nine, ten times before hitting the send button. Like I've seen players' names spelt wrong, and that is just inexcusable. It's it's undefensible. It's lazy be better it's like it's the player's name of it how hard is it to google that up and get the spelling right it drives me crazy it drives i think everybody crazy although in my case i expect people to screw my name up they get it right it's a bonus but um yeah it's you got a roster of 20 players 25 players get it right yeah do your job (laughs) do your job I'm guilty of that too. Sometimes I'm firing sure. off a tweet so fast but, I don't recognize it. But then you delete it or you fix it or whatever. You don't leave it up right. there and just, wow, well, you know, I, what? who cares? Like, uh, I don't know. Have a little more respect for the players that you're tweeting about or whatever the case is and do your homework, read it over, and then hit send. Um, the other one I got for D, and I just kind of want to slip this in here, especially with the World Championships coming up, is. There is no such thing as a ball drop in lacrosse, okay? The last thing you want to do in the sport of lacrosse is drop the ball. Unless you're the PLL All-Star game. Uh, which which we're not. Okay, so how does the lacrosse game start, Evan? Yeah. It's no, tell me how it starts. Six, six stationary balls in the middle clamp. It's called what? Face-off. A face-off. So, if a game is starting at 7.30, it's not ball drop at 7.30. It's face-off at 7.30. The face-off is at 7.30. Like, the referee doesn't stand over and just drop the ball on the turf and say, okay, let's play now. I don't know where this came from. Stop it. It's a face-off, not a ball drop. D and ball. We were having that debate of, of a few weeks ago, though, of terms that, that piss people off. 
One of them came up with BTV, and I don't know why. I actually don't mind that yeah, term. It's, I mean, you know? it's, I don't know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I call it a backhand, and that's a Western Canadian thing, like subshot. Uh, people call it behind the back. They they give the acronym BTB, whatever. Again, there is no such thing as a ball drop in lacrosse. I don't know who started this. It needs to stop. It's called a face-off. Figure it out. That's our D. Evan, we got to get moving here. Let's get on to it. C, not good, not bad. It's something. The NLL schedule came out, and that's what we're giving the C. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. Let's gloss over. B is coming up, Evan, and we're going to give this to Sean. We talked about Sean Evans last week about his performance in the Man Cup. It ended in five games, and now Sean Evans sits in number two all by himself in all-time Man Cup scoring. I mentioned last week I don't think he's ever going to catch JT. I need to retract that statement, Evan. No, he's got a lot of years left. He is only 25 (laughs) points back of Tavares. And that's achievable coming out of retirement again. (laughs) Yeah. And that's it. And and that's achievable in one, in one man cup. If he gets to two, he'll surely break it. Right. He needs probably five, six, seven games to break this mark. He's got some product. He's already got seven man cups under his belt. And Peterborough, you know, is going to be in the mix almost every single year coming out of the East. I think Sean Evans is going to pass John Tavares. He's got at least another good five years in him. No, he's got to get there, though, right? He's got to get there. But, I mean, okay, in five years, Peterborough is going to make the Man Cup at least two or three times. Let's be honest. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. So if they do that, like, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. And I thought this would be a record that nobody would touch. Seven man cups for Sean Evans, second all alone, 25 points back of the GOAT, John Tavares. And I think Evie's going Evie's gonna to beat him. So he's getting to be this week, Evan. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he, it, it, it would surprise me right now if he didn't. There you go. There you go. And, I, like, honestly, I just thought it would never happen with the, the amount of points that John Tavares racked up and, and like, it's the assist totals that are just mind-boggling for Evans uh, in Man Cup scoring. Well, all right, so we've gone through it all. He is the only one left, and we're going to give this uh, to a friend of the show. He was just on a couple of weeks ago, Evan, and that is Mikey Poulin, who won his first Man Cup with the Lakers and took home the Mike Kelly Award for the MVP. I don't know if you can be happier for a guy like Mike Poulin playing in his first Man Cup, a storied senior A career, and finally he gets his first Man Cup. He was the first guy to get it from the captains, and he wins the MVP. Mike Poulin is getting the A this week. Yeah, and think about it this way. We talked last week about Pete Davinsky to death. He had, what, about 8.5 goals against average, a save percentage over 850, and lost four of the five games. In order to do that, you have to have a fantastic goaltending performance going on on the other side, and that's exactly what Poulin did. He didn't, other than, say, a small stretch in game one, he really didn't allow Victoria to get settled too much in that entire series. Yeah, and the other thing about Poulin is that he was split in time with Matt Vince all season long. Vino didn't even make the trip out as he awaited the birth of his child. And well, I think it was Landon Kells who was backing up Mike Poulin. Like, the kid hasn't seen any action all season long, really. So you knew the weight of 
the man cup was on Poulin's shoulders and he had to be the guy for the Lakers. And you're right. Like they lost game one and you thought, Oh, well, you know, is Vince going to come? Is Poulin going to be able to get it done? And then they just goes on and, and just shuts it down on the Shamrocks and they win four straight. Poulin wins his first man cup and the Mike Kelly award uh, for the MVP. So again, Poulin gets the A, Evans gets the B, the NLL schedule gets the C. Social media typos and ball drop get the D, and the World Junior Lacrosse Championships owing people money gets the F this week here on Lacrosse Classified Weekly. Lax Class Report Cards, Evan. Let's get to break, shall we? We have PVL Athlete, Team Canada, Calgary Roughneck, and Man Cup champion Peterborough Lakers Zach Courier is on the other side. Keep it locked right here on the Lacrosse Classified on the Lax All Stars Podcast Network. Pure Vita Labs is proud to bring you the highest quality sports supplements on the market. PVL products are 100% all natural with no artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. And the entire line is also Informed Choice certified. We designed all our products with the athlete in mind. We look forward to being a part of your athletic achievements, helping you push the bar higher, win at the highest levels, and set personal records for years to come. Hey, this is Mark Madden from Team Canada, Saskatchewan Rush, and the Peterborough Lakers. You're listening to Lacrosse Classified on Lax All-Stars. Growing the game one podcast at a time. Welcome back to Lacrosse Classified here on Lax All Stars. You just heard it there from our friends at Pure Vital Labs. Anything else would be on Sportsman like Evan? Hashtag flip the switch. You can find them at PVL.com or at Pure Vital Labs. Still taking those supplements, Evan. I've been kind of spinning my wheels here for the last month or so. I've been told now, like, I've been losing all this weight. And all of a sudden, I've kind of hit a roadblock here. So I've been talking to a bunch of different people. They say I've kind of plateaued. I need to confuse my body, switch up my routine so my body doesn't know what's going on. And then I can jumpstart my metabolism again here. So uh, that's what's happening with me. I know this man is on the PVL supplements as well. He is a PVL-sponsored athlete. His name is Zach Courier, and he makes his debut here on Lacrosse Classified. Zach, congratulations on another man cup and an NLL championship to go along with it. Thanks for joining us here on Lax Class. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Uh, why don't we start with the man cup and we'll work uh, we'll work around a little bit. We'll talk some Team Canada. We'll talk some Roughnecks. Uh, we'll talk a little PVL as well. But let's start with the man cup. You guys lose game one, which seems to kind of be your M.O. Uh, over the last couple of years. You guys seem to like to get down in a series before you get up in a series. But uh, you lose game one, you win four straight. It's over in five, but it really didn't feel like that series was a five-game series. All those games were pretty tight. Yeah, they had a, they had an incredible team on the other side of the ball. and Everyone on that team worked really hard. Um, it, it was about two minutes away from going down 2 nothing until – Sean Evans came back and saved the day, uh, so that was that was nice to happen. Um, but like you said, every single game is a battle. It didn't feel like a five game series, especially once that series is over. I'm still I'm still sore today, and we ended on, on last Wednesday. Um, but yeah, just hats off to a very very talented and young and hardworking Victoria team. I'm sure they'll be back there soon. And we spoke about this last week where. You guys were just absolutely pelting Pete Dzwinski with shot after shot after shot. And you still have difficulty getting 
the wins at times. Was it ever frustrating when you're dominating the games the way you were at points, but still not getting the result? Um, frustrating is a good word, but um, it's just I, I had full confidence in our offense that we would we would be able to get the job done, especially with uh, how strong Mike Poulin and, and our rest of our defense on the back end played. Um, but at times, for sure, it was pretty crazy seeing how many glove saves he made or or just how many ridiculous shots that got stopped on the power play. It was um, it was pretty nuts. Um, but he had an, he had an unbelievable series, and he was a big reason why why it was a close game every night. Speaking with Zach Curry, and and this is your third in a row, Zach, and and that's the first time that a team has won three in a row since I believe the mid '90s in the Six Nations Chiefs, and I think only the third time it's been done in the Man Cup's history, which is a huge accomplishment, man. Like it's not it's not easy just to get to a Man Cup. Never mind to win three in a row. I imagine your first is probably your most special, but when you compare. The first, the second, and the third. Where does this one come out? Like this team, up and down the roster, is just like it's an all-star team. I, how do you compare all three? It's it's tough. Um, it's tough for sure. The the first one is special in its own right, and uh, just because it was the first one that we got, and um, most of our first major championships as well. Um, I know it was mine, and then. You go into 2018, and then we go back home, and we rent it in Peterborough in front of families and friends and everything. So that one's special in that sense, too. And this year, we're now put among the teams that you just mentioned, which is which is very humbling and uh, a great accomplishment, something that we should be proud of. So each one is special for its own, for its own reason, but uh, I'm very fortunate to be a part of a lacrosse community in, in Peterborough that's very strong and to be a part of the Peterborough Lakers. Quick quick one here for you, Zach. Who wins between your Peterborough Lakers team and the Calgary Roughnecks team? <laughs> it would be a close game. Whichever team you were on, on, how about that? Whichever team you win. decided to play for, maybe? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'll give I'll give that answer. Whichever team I'm on. No, but I'm like I'm being serious here, man. Like it, you know, it's it's hard to compare know. a senior A team to a national lacrosse league team, but like the Peterborough Lakers are essentially an NLL team. Yeah, I mean, you look at our if you look at our roster, every single player in that final game is an NLL caliber player. If they're not already there, they're going to be there in, in a short couple of years. Just it's just because they're too young. Um, so it's insane that we've got that much talent in in such a small town, and then the fact that we bring in players at such a successful rate is just a hats off to our to our GM and our coaching staff, but. Um, I honestly, I I don't really know who would win that game. It would depend on depend on who's hot at the time. Like he, if Dane Novi gets hot and yeah. goes off for six goals, like I would put my money on Calgary. But then on the other side of things, I got Mark Matthews and Sean Evans on the other side of the ball. So it really just it depends who's having a good night. And and then you look at the goalies, and we have three insane goalies that are all very capable of being the best goalies in the world. So I really don't know what to tell you. I I don't have an answer for you. Yeah. I, I don't blame okay. you. I don't blame you. You're going to get a shot at three titles one season. Not a whole lot of guys have managed to pull this off. Looking back to where you guys were with the Roughnecks last winter, and even thinking back, 
this is one thing I think we sometimes forget. We remember Reese Dutch scoring the overtime winner. We forget the unbelievable save you made mm. in overtime to actually allow that shot. What was going through your mind at that time? Was it just, just do whatever you can to stop the ball from going in the net? Well, I I saw the ball. Disclaimer first. I'm pretty sure it hit the crossbar, but I will take credit for maybe making him miss. I don't know. <laughs> but um, what was going through my mind at the time was that I don't think I had enough time to go after the loose ball. And then the next best bet was just to try to hop a net and, and get in the way of it. Um, I don't know if it worked, but uh, the ball didn't go on the net. So uh, I'm happy about that. <laughs> just take it, man. Thousand, thousand save percentage. Just go with it. Uh, as we speak with right, Zach, okay, as we speak with Zach Curry here on Lacrosse Classified, and you mentioned Zach like a lot of a lot of lacrosse for you. You go deep uh, into the NLL playoffs. You win the championship there. You go deep into Senior A lacrosse. You win a championship there. You're you're saying you're still sore from the Man Cup. A week has gone by, and you're just days away from playing in the World Championships for Team Canada. And you're not the only guy that's going through this, mind you, but like. How how are you feeling, and what are you expecting going into this World Championships physically? Like, how are you feeling? Um, luckily, I've got a few more days to rest up, but uh, just bumps and bruises at this point. Last week was a little tougher, but um, I'm I'm sure I'll be back to full strength by the time the rate by the round robin starts up. But I mean, having a lot of lacrosse to play is not a bad problem to have. Um, I love the sport. I love the the interactions that I get with my teammates and the experiences that I get that I get along with it. So um, too much lacrosse is a good problem to have, and I'm I'm not going to complain about it right now. Well, it's maybe where that P- PVL recover comes in handy. Um, this World Championships, like of course we're looking at the key matchup, Canada Iroquois. The pace this game's going to go at this must be a transition player's dream. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll be pretty fast-paced, especially when you look at their their offense. They've got some guys that like to sling the ball around, and and uh, they're they're all very fast and, and capable of putting the ball in the, at any point. Um, but with that being said, we also have very strong goalies, and sometimes those players do miss the net. So um, I'm looking forward to to being a part of a very strong transition group with our team, and uh, we'll see what happens. We are looking forward to it as well. A couple more minutes here with Zach Courier before we let you go. And and for for fans that don't know, you are really at the forefront as far as the development of the Warrior Warp Stick goes, Zach. Um, more and more guys are starting to use this thing, and more and more technology is coming into it, and and all sorts of different things happening there at Warrior. What can what can you tell us? What's the latest on the warp front, and and what's in store for Warrior as we move forward? Uh, we've got we've got some exciting stuff in the pipeline moving forward, um, and I can't really talk too much about okay. the products that we have coming out next year and the, and the year after. But um, they're they're continuing to innovate, and we're continuing to make the best product on the field. So um, I think just the number of people using them is just a testament to our product team at Warrior, just how hard everyone works and how much we've learned over the years and, and how much we've been able to improve on the product. And, and we can only go up from here. So I'm excited about in store for us in the future. I'm excited as well to see it. Last one here for you, Zach Courier. Uh, and I mentioned PVL Athlete off the top. They're a fabulous sponsor of ours and, and one of yours as well. 
Uh, I imagine they they keep your body in check. They keep it feeling right. What are what are some of the favorite products that you like to use from PVL and why? Uh, first one that comes to mind is Game Aid, uh, just because I really like the taste of it and uh, it keeps me hydrated. So um, to be able to have a nutritious drink around all the time is, is great. And then to go along with the amount of cross I play, I always have glutamine with me to to help my muscles recover as well as protein too. So um, my favorite products would definitely be the protein, the glutamine, and the game aid. Well, there you go. I hope you uh, can enjoy some with your mac and cheese that you're about to pound down. I look forward to seeing you in Langley yep. in a couple of days from now. And uh, go Team Canada, man. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. That was Zach Courier, PVL athlete, Calgary Roughneck, Peterborough Laker, and Team Canada, Evan. Uh, the man is a winner, and uh, he's going to add to the resume here coming up in Langley in just a couple of days. Well, I think we're going to have to see who see, see that list of players who has pulled off this triple because mm. there aren't many, nope. and he's got a shot at it. And you well, know, if you, if you consider the MLL a part of that, then I got the quadruple on the go too. We got champions. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> quadruple. Okay, I don't think that is. Okay, now. <laughs> there you go. He's still on the line. He's correcting us on the fly. I love it, Zach Courier. Thanks for doing this. We're going to take a break, and we got your teammate coming up on the other side. He's going to be an enemy in a couple of days. Thomas Hogarth will join us on the other side here on the Cross Classified on the Lax All Stars Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike Poulin, goaltender for the Georgia Swarm. You're listening to Lacrosse Classified on the Lax All-Stars Podcast Network. Welcome back to Lax Class here on the Lacrosse All-Stars Podcast Network. Just heard from Mikey Poulin right there, Man Cup MVP, Man Cup champion Mike Poulin. Letting you know where you got it locked right here on Lacrosse Classified. Now joining us on the podcast is a three-time Man Cup champion, also a member of the Buffalo Bandits, also a member of the Iroquois Nationals. It's Thomas Hogarth on the program. Tommy, thanks for doing this. Oh, no problem. Happy to be here. Happy to have you, man. Congratulations on your third. Like You've won every year you've been in senior late lacrosse. Am I, am I correct on that? No, yes, you are pretty, uh, pretty exciting news. What, like, what, what is that like to not experience losing? To step right into senior eight and win every year that you've been in, and and to be a team that's won three in a row is a very rare accomplishment. Do you, like, cause you're, have you wrapped your head around what you have done so far in your career? Honestly, no, I haven't. It just happened so fast, but I think. Uh, I think I know a bit of losing because uh, the Mento Cup, the uh, 2016, ever mm. since then, just been winning, and uh, it's a nice feeling for sure, especially happening at Peterborough. And, and with your former teammates in the NLL as well, Sean Evans, like what can you say about this guy? This guy just seems to live for the Man Cup. He continues to put the team on his back, especially at the end of Game 2 uh, with a bit of a shooting gallery there at the end. What is it that hasn't been said about this guy so far? Honestly, he's honestly just a beast. Like he, he, I think he thrives on big games for sure. Uh, I know he did the same thing in Buffalo too. And uh, this three years in Peterborough, I thought I don't think we'd be where we are with him. What What is it about him, Thomas, that makes Evie like you look at the body size? You, I mean, obviously it's his compete level and his heart and all that sort of stuff. But what is it that separates him from being just a good player to being a great player? 
Oh, I think he's just unpredictable. You never know what he's going to do. Like, I think, like, even watching him in the summer, like, he's, you think he's going to shoot a forehand and throw the backhand. I think he tied, uh, he tied game four in Piero, I think, uh, against Six Nations and, like, 15 seconds left. And you think he's going to shoot an overhand. He throws a backhand up the goalie and puts it in. Just to tie the game. Like, it's just, uh, just to do that, it's insane. Now, I have to ask one question. <laughs> just because we're all a little interested. Is the cup safe? We know that the cup's been in the ocean. It's been in a bonfire. A few of the players are now missing from the handle, but is it safe? <laughs> yeah, it's safe. It's in the captain's hands for sure. Uh, he's really cute. Uh, maintains that thing for sure, especially if you have the hands of Evie and guys like myself for sure. <laughs> Who's got it right now? Who's got the cup right now? Uh, yeah, I hope he has a cup for sure. Oh, hope he's sure got he'll it. Have... Okay, okay, yeah, okay. He'll have it for a bit too, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's talk about World Championships, Thomas Hogarth. They're just around the corner, and, and I just we had a chat with Zach Courier pr- prior to this, and just talking about how much lacrosse that he has played, and you're really in the same boat where you've gone straight from uh, a berth in the NLL Finals right into Summer Ball, right to the Man Cup, and now a couple of days off and right into the World Championships. You're a younger guy, so I'm sure the body's okay, but that's a lot of lacrosse for one man in a calendar year. Yeah, it is a lot of lacrosse, but it keeps you on top of your game for sure. Um, I know I've been milking a couple of uh, bumps and bruises, but I'm feeling pretty good for the Nationals. And let's talk about those Nationals. First off, Thomas, I don't think a lot of people really realize that you had First Nations ties and an Indigenous background. What uh, what tribe, what area do your roots come from? Uh, Tally Glitchen, which is uh, up north. Uh, that's where I hold my, my status with my mom. But my dad's also a Ojibwe from Curve Lake, so I, I could have went with either or, but I went off the one up north. I mean, it's going to be a, an interesting series because you guys, I think, honestly have the better offense of the two teams, you and Canada. Um, you know, you're going to have to hold the four a bit at the back end. What's it going to take to finally get past Canada and finally win that title? I think uh, we're going to have a, a, good de- a good defense and good goaltending, I think, what's going to do for us. Uh, I know uh, Canada has a lot of guns up up front. They have a lot of good defense in the back, but I think uh, this year's our year. And and you've been a guy that's played up front. You've been a guy that's played out of the back and transition. Is that going to be your role with the Nats uh, coming out of the back end and running the ball up the floor? Yeah, I think I think that's what uh, Richie wants me to do is uh, play exactly what I'm doing in Pierre. I'll just play back end and go play offense whenever I can. I saw some pictures uh, posted up. You guys had an exhibition game in the field house last night, so I caught a glimpse of the uniforms, the helmet, the gloves, and you guys are rocking Jordans for footwear this time around. Uh, far and away, Iroquois always has the best gear coming into a, a world championships, but you guys are looking extra stylish this time around. Yeah, I think uh, they really suit us up this year. I think they really spoiled us. It's been a bit of a whirlwind season for you because a year ago you're playing out the back door in Vancouver. You get to Buffalo, you find a role, like a really critical role that the Bandits are missing. You know, you were, I think, at one stage fourth in league scoring. The Bandits even protect you over Sean Evans. In the expansion draft, you make it to the NLL final, another man. Has there been a better season for you? Oh, yeah. I'm just. I guess I'm just seeing the ball better and like just putting the ball in the back and then whenever I get more opportunities, I think I really took a uh, chance for my opportunities in uh, Buffalo for sure. But I think it all started in Peter. I'll get my confidence. I think last year, 2018, 
get my confidence in the I think Mankov scored a couple goals there. I think that's what really helped me out before then all season. Speaking with Thomas Hogarth, and you'll be out here in a couple of days, Thomas, and, and a chance to play at the Langley Event Center where you started out your National Lacrosse League with the Vancouver Stealth. Um, that's going to be a nice kind of feeling. I know you had some bad memories from the 26 Man, or Minto Cup, but some good memories coming out of there with the Vancouver Stealth. Is that going to be a nice, comfortable situation for you going into a building that you're very familiar with to, to play in the world? Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be nice. I pretty, I know the ring's pretty good. I've been Minto, uh, Vancouver, right where I started my NL career, so I'm pretty happy to get back there. All right, man. Well, we won't uh, keep you any longer. Have you picked up? Uh, have you picked up Shell Twenty yet, Thomas? I got to ask you that. Sorry, so what was that? Have you picked up the the new NHL Twenty yet? For for oh yeah, I just picked it up today actually. Okay, well I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you get a couple of games under your belt before I give you some free lessons. How about that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely need a rematch for sure. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thanks for doing this. Congratulations on the Man Cup, and best of luck at the World Championships with the Iroquois Nationals. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. That was Thomas Hogarth of the Peterborough Lakers, Buffalo Bandits, and Iroquois Nationals, Evan, World Championships just a couple of days away. And, I, like, I don't know if you saw the pictures of the Nats uh, in that exhibition game yesterday or not, but the uniforms and the shoes and the helmets, man, like, my goodness. I think there's a lineup of people already. It's like, you know, can I get a spare set of gloves or something? Because the, the, the helmets especially are very, very nice. Like, yeah, Dougie and, Jameson. And they always come with their A game when it comes to gear. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. Dougie Jameson with a fresh paint job on the goalie mask. Dougie gave me his, his field helmet at the U19s back in 2016. I don't have any need for a goalie helmet, but my goodness, is that thing pretty to look at uh you can check them out starting on thursday for the world championships coming up in langley let's take one more break here evan on the other side we'll get you some news and notes and of course play another round world championship style of who you got it's all on the other side right here on lacrosse classified on the lax all-stars podcast network Associated Labels and Packaging is in the business of creating first impressions. They'll help you reflect your company values accurately by offering solutions that fit your product needs. With the latest in printing technology and over 35 years of experience, Associated Labels and Packaging is the perfect fit for your company to take your labels and packaging to the next level. Hey, this is Rylan Reese with Burnaby Lakers. You're listening to Lacrosse Classified on Lax All-Stars, growing the game one podcast at a time. We are back. This is Lacrosse Classified. I am Jake Elliott. Evan Schemenauer is with me. You just heard from our friends at Associated Labels in Packaging, associated-labels.com, or at Associated LP. You need a label, you need a package. Everybody needs a label or a package sooner or later in their life, Evan, and when you do... Go find our friends at Associated Labels and Packaging, and they will give you the best label or package that money can buy. Pretty simple. Uh, Welcome back as we are ready for Who You Got. Who You Got is presented by Stampede Tack and Western, where they carry a wide range of hats that keep you protected from the the wind, Snow, camping, fishing, hiking, whatever you do outdoors, Stampede Tack in Western Wear has a hat for you, including cowboy hats, Evan. We are about to give another one away here on Lacrosse Classified because that's what we do. We give stuff away. 
Andrew Miller. Congratulations. You went two and one. The only other guy to go two and one this week. Evan Sheminar. Uh, so congratulations to Andrew Miller, who won a hat. Evan will be in touch with you. He'll get you set up with Stampede Tech, and you're going to get yourself a cowboy hat. Congratulations. We're going to put another one up for grabs right now, as we only got a couple of weeks left in who you got, Evan. A you hold the slim, and I mean slim, one-game lead, because you went 2-1, and one, I went 1-2. and two. But that Going means... to the World Championships, this is... You, you know, you realize you normally think you're weak going into the world, so you're a little bit in trouble. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm trying to convince myself that hosting is a good thing, being down only one game to you. A couple of weeks to go here at the World Championships. We've selected six. We decided to throw a bonus game in because it's the World Championships, and we can do whatever we want here in Lacrosse Classified Evans. So we've decided to go with six games here for who you got this week. Are you ready? Yeah, we decided. Somebody else decided. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, enough of that. Let's go here. Uh, where do we want to start? I'm going to start. I'm going to, I'm going to go out of order here. No, I'm not. I'm going to go in order. I've just decided that as well. Thursday, just a couple of days away, Evan. September the 19th, the World Championships get going. And on day number one, Canada. Versus USA. Evan, who you got? U.S. really is very thin with their goaltending. That's going to be a problem. I don't know the status of Tom Schreiber. I'm assuming he's probably not going to be there with his shoulder injury he sustained in the PLL playoffs. Pretty easy pick to take the Canadians here. I agree. I agree. Do we know the status of one Benjamin McIntosh right now? Didn't he get a little injury in the PLL playoffs as well? That I do not know. Okay. I, I thought I heard something about uh, maybe a injury to Ben McIntosh. Uh, so maybe a, a replacement on that right side. I'm not, not positive on that. Just heard whispers. I don't think Schreiber's going to be good to go, though. And that's a massive loss for Team oh, USA. It's, it's, yeah, I mean... Any hope, really, without him, any hope of finishing second, I think, is gone. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Okay, so we both got Canada to beat USA on day one. Day number two, Friday, the 20th, the Czech Republic taking on Slovakia. Czech Republic against Slovakia. Evan, who you got? Well, the one thing I got to talk to these Czech boys when I get down there is about me getting to the Herbeski tournament mm. one of these years. Mm-hmm. For those that have never seen this tournament, it's beautiful. It's an outdoor arena right in the heart of the city. You know, like beer halls right next to the arena. It's fabulous. The Slovaks in their first world. The Czechs a little... They actually hosted the world at one point not too long ago. Uh, more experienced team. Give me the check. I think uh, I'm just going to follow your lead on this one, Evan. I really don't know a whole lot about either team. I actually think I'm calling this game, believe it or not, uh, between the Czechs and the Slovaks. I'm looking forward well, to it. It's a huge rivalry, well, right? They don't like well, each other very much. Well, they can't stand one another. It's it's unbelievable the amount of hatred that sometimes involves these two when they play one another in sports. Yeah. no. So I look forward to that one. Look forward to that one. Let's move along. Wednesday. No. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, September the 21st. So we've got a game Thursday, we've got a game Friday, follow along. Game Saturday, 
England, Team England, lots of homegrown boys on that roster against Team Israel also. Lots of homegrown talent on Team Israel. England against Israel. Evan, who you got? It's maybe the name that isn't there that's going to be a difference maker. I, I, can't, I don't believe the natural Jesse King is going to be playing, correct? I, I would concur. <laughs> okay. I don't My know, picture, though. You know, I don't know for sure, but I would, I would think he's out. Yeah. I am liking Israel's chances here. This is a country that's really been on the up and up in both box and field lacrosse the last several years. They actually won the Herbeski two years ago. They were the runners-up this past year. I'm liking their chances. Give me Israel. Frankie Shiliano in goal for Team England. I think I'm just going to – I need to make up the deficit somehow here, Evan. So I'm going to take Team England. Uh, they got some nice players. Claire, Marshall King on that team, I believe. Frank Shiliano in goal. I'm going to take England. I'm going to take England in that game and try and tie things up right there and then. A couple of more games to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday is next Sunday the 22nd. Switzerland taking on Netherlands. Evan, who you got? This is where I was trying to find rosters to see if somebody had somebody that would turn the tide. Have you seen the rosters? for? Um, I have the rosters, but I will be honest with you, Evan, I have not looked at them yet. So I would tell you if I had looked at them, I I have the rosters. I have not looked at them yet, so I don't know. Mm. For no other reason that you've got one team that's got a little more playing experience than the other, I'll take the Swiss. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to take Netherlands. I'm going to take the Netherlands. I I don't know why I'm taking the Netherlands, Evan, but I'm going to take them nonetheless. Uh, did you see this the other day, actually? I think it was yesterday. The Netherlands, actually, they were the team that played the Iroquois Nationals in the exhibition game there in the Fieldhouse in Langley last night. They didn't have uniforms, I guess, and the Burnaby Lakers, the Burnaby Senior A Lakers stepped up. Maybe they didn't show up on the plane or something. I don't know what the situation is. But the Burnaby A Lakers, classy organization that they are, provided their uniforms for the Netherlands to wear against the Iroquois last night. Pretty cool. So I'll take the Netherlands. you got Switzerland, which leaves us just our bonus game, Evan. And we couldn't uh, we couldn't leave this. Oh, no. What do we got? We got two games left? Yeah, we got two, two games. games left. Two games left. My yeah. bad. My bad. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. So Monday, Monday is the big one, Evan. Canada versus Iroquois in the round, Robin. Who you got? It's not an easy one to pick. I'm going to take Canada just because I like Canada's defense better than I like Iroquois' defense. Forwards, the Iroquois have a bit of an advantage. Maybe Canada has a bit of an advantage in transition and goal. It's the defense, I think, that's ultimately going to make the difference. I agree. Give me Canada as well. I'm not betting against the Canucks. No chance. Although I think, you know, the Iroquois, they scare me. They scare me this time around, Evan. No, well, if, if they're going to win one, this is their best chance ever. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And it's got, like, I honestly think sooner or later it's going to happen. Like, Canada is going to lose. It's just. It's going to happen. That's sports, and and the world is getting closer. And I just I don't know if this is the year, but sooner or later it will happen. One more game to go. It's a bonus game. It's going to happen on Saturday. I just decided to throw this in there just for fun because I think it's going to be a great game. And that's USA 
against the Nationals. USA against the Iroquois. Evan, who you got? Definitely the Nationals. Not a fan of the USA's goaltending. And with no Tom Schreiber, it's not going to... It's not going to help you. All right. I, I agree. So recapping here quickly, we both got Canada to beat the USA. We both took the Czechs to beat the Slovaks. I took England. You took Israel. You took the Swiss. I took the Netherlands. And what else do we got? We got Canada to beat USA, and we both got the Nats to beat. No, we both got Canada to beat the Iroquois, and we both got the Nats to beat USA. You got it? You got it all written down? You got it straight? I got it all, yep. We're just looking at two games, basically. Yeah, we are. Well, I mean, we're looking at them all, but we got two different different games. Uh, news and notes is all that is left here on Lacrosse Classified, Evan. And a few things to get to. Mention the NLL schedule coming out. You have put out an article on Lacrosse All-Stars, as you normally do, breaking down the schedule for each team. So if you're a Vancouver Warriors fan or you're a Halifax Thunderbirds fan, go to Lacrosse All-Stars, check out this article. You can see how your specific team stacks up for this season. How do you how, how do you break all this yeah. down? Yeah. Uh, it actually wasn't that difficult once you got it down to teams, individual schedules, and what have you. But the Calgary Roughnecks certainly have the worst schedule of the whole lot. Three doubleheader weekends, including one where they play at home on Friday, then to the casino in New England on Sunday Ooh. to play. That's not going to be fun. But they also have two double bye weeks, meaning mm. they don't play for three consecutive, like, basically three weeks off. Yeah, that's in, not good either. Games. That's not um, good The Rush have a very nice schedule. New England always has a nice schedule because they're going to catch teams on a Sunday or on an ugly travel schedule, so that always helps them. The, the one nice thing I think I saw in the whole pattern was you saw more instances where if a team was playing two on the same weekend, mm. their opponent in the second game was also on their second game. That happened about half the time. The thing that still disappoints me is that there is just one home-and-home home weekend. That's the rush and the roughnecks towards the end of the year. Yeah, Give me a ton of those home-and-homes. They are the best rivalry to watch that entire weekend yeah and if and i mean if you're gonna do it you couldn't pick two better teams to do it than calgary and saskatchewan obviously maybe buffalo and rochester but uh i think that's going to be fantastic could very well decide a lot of things coming up at the end of the year between the roughnecks and the rush as well and and that was actually another one of the things that you know you brought it up is the balance of the schedule is a little off and that's one thing maybe hopefully they can work on in the future there are some teams with just two games in April. Yeah. So if there's a playoff race, their fate's out of their hands because they just don't have the games to pull it yeah, off. Yeah, and I think like Colorado plays six out of their final eight at home, which is kind of quirky. I think the Warriors have six Friday night games, which is kind of New quirky. England plays five in a row at home at one stage. Wow, wow. Uh, the other thing that kind of jumped off the page a little bit when looking at that schedule is San Diego left two of their home dates as to be determined on where they're going to play those home games. And that led our kind of chat group to speculating that the potential for a couple outdoor games may be there for the Seals. That's one possibility. Another possibility thrown out, although I don't think that this would be the the case, is Mm -hmm. 
whether it's they're going to try an expansion market with that game. I don't think that's the case. You wouldn't pull the same no, game you're from not giving, You're not giving up home dates as a new franchise, especially to test out another market. If you're going to do that, you I don't think you'd ever do that because I don't think a team's given up their gate for a home game. But um, I I... I want, I want to believe that we're going to have some outdoor games here, Evan. I want to believe this. As long as, as long as the weather cooperates. I think that's the thing. You're going to have to have the arena. It's San Diego, man. It doesn't. it doesn't rain down there. It just doesn't. Oh, it could. <laughs> well, it could. But it, it I mean, won't. Yeah, I, I mean, remember, my second home's in Vegas. Yeah. Does, does it rain in Vegas? No. When it does, you're shocked. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I think that's a, that's a risk they're willing to take. I hope it happens. I hope it happens. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, they, they held the Emily Goss, uh, fundraiser dinner over the weekend. I went on behalf of team Israel, my, my buddy, Brad MacArthur hooked, uh, my, my special lady and myself up with a couple of tickets. It was a packed house. A ton of money was raised. Uh, both Warren and Shauna Goss were there. It was great to see them and, uh, just kind of everybody come together in the lacrosse community to help support them and, and Emily and her recovery. Um, which continues to amaze everybody on how much progress she has made over the last three months. So, fun night out on the weekend there, and thanks to Team Israel for uh, for inviting us along. Uh, Durston traded Evan. This kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, the New York Riptide giving up one of their expansion selections in Jordan Durston. As they get back the 24th overall pick, Ryan Fournier and one Miles Jones in return for Jordan Durston. Yeah, a uh, couple things with this. It, now the trade could go either way, and let's be honest: if Miles Jones decides he wants to play mm. NLL, this could actually work out well for the Red man. Pirates. I want to see Miles Jones it, play but, box across. But the thing is, is that Reggie Thorpe played second fiddle to carry the entire expansion draft because he had to have Durston with that his first pick, and now he doesn't have him. So that doesn't look all that good. But the other thing that really this does is it solidifies Andrew Q as the number one pick because now they really need a lefty. Yeah, 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 they do. And, and you would think, you know, Q, number one, most people are predicting Ryland Reese, number two, and Tyson Gibson, number three, and then... It's up for grabs at number four on who the rush want to go after, but that's kind of the projected top three picks, and obviously a lot can change between now and tomorrow night for the draft. By the way, the draft, if uh, if you haven't found out yet, will be broadcast on Bleacher Report Live. I believe Facebook Live will carry a pre-draft show. Uh, it's going from Xfinity Live in Philadelphia, and I suggest you tune into this. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, if you're in Saskatoon, stop by the Rush store. Um, I'm going to be providing the draft analysis there. They've got, uh, you know, some, you know, 016 and some whiskey from one of the local distributors oh. there, some prices and everything. Yeah, so well, you, come on down. It's going to be a good time. You stay out of that stuff until your analysis is done. I, I haven't had a drink since 1990. Oh, yeah, I'm right. Fine. Right. I forgot about right. that. Forgot. I'm not the one buying four bottles of uh, uh Lemonade vodka. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna stay away from that one. Just gonna stay away from that one. Um, so draft gets going six thirty Pacific time from Xfinity Live in Philadelphia. There, Stephen Stamp, Teddy Jenner, Devin Caney, Tabitha Taylor. 
Barstool. Jordy, a uh, cast of 100s down there to get the draft going from Philadelphia on Tuesday. Make sure you tune in to that. Uh, rosters are in for the World Championships. I mentioned that. And some great news, Evan, coming from our friends at the Lacrosse Sports Network who have purchased the broadcasting rights to the World Championships and are going to offer all 72 games up on their channel for free. The way to go, and I've said this for years, is that if you're going to do a digital-first strategy, you need a paid advertised strategy. You know, if these games are free, you're going to you know, quadruple, if not more, your audience. Got a lot more exposure. It's the right thing to do. Love to see LSNs doing this once again for yeah, us. Absolutely, and uh, you know it, it costs them something. I don't know what it what it costs, but it definitely wasn't free. So good on them for stepping up and offering all those games for free. And you're right. Like I mean, the the diehards are going to sign up. They're going to watch regardless. It's the new fan that you're trying to engage here, and this is the way to do it. So big props to LSN. I am so pumped to get uh, games going myself. Stephen Stamp, but, but Brad, even then. Go yeah, ahead. and even then, I mean, if if you're a diehard, you might tune in for Canada or sure. things like that, right? Sure. Now you're going to tune in for Switzerland, Netherlands, just because it's there. It's free, right? Absolutely. You're gonna check. You're gonna check a lot more games out that you normally wouldn't. Absolutely. And uh, just to get back to it, uh, myself, Brad Challoner, Stephen Stamp, Brandon Astle. Cody Jansen, Ian Douglas, and I want to get the last guy's name in there before I uh, I forget. And his name is, as I stall here, Jamie Dodd. Jamie Dodd will also be calling some games from the Langley Event Center. As, uh, it's a it's packed, um, and everybody's kind of going to be jumping around. I'm going to be doing a little bit of colors and play by play. I'm going to be working with different guys. It's going to be cool, and I can't wait. I got some interesting games along with some big ones as well. Um, so it's going to be a fabulous ten days from the Langley Event Center, and it's all going to be found on Lacrosse Sports Network for free, which is just uh, lacrosse, man. Can't wait. Got anything else you want to get in, Evan? I think that's good for me. I think that's probably good for me as well. All right, uh, make sure you get your picks in for who you got. It gets going on Thursday, so you got a couple days to think about it. Make sure you get your picks in if you want to win yourself a cowboy hat and play along with who you got, uh, which I strongly suggest you do. But for now, we will get you on your way. A big thanks to our sponsors, of course, and Associated Labels and Packaging, Stampede Tech, and Pure Vital Labs. To you, our loyal listener, for checking out Lax Class every single Tuesday. Right here on the Lacrosse All-Stars Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. You will find Lax Class. Hit that subscribe button. And it's all taken care of for you. For Evan Schemenauer, I've been Jake Elliott. And for the fastest game on two feet and for the creator, enjoy the games, everybody.